Welcome to Staying On Point with Joey, where we speak on topics that affect our spiritual growth while using biblical verses and resources to help us stay on point. Let's go. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back uh, to the podcast, Staying On Point with yours truly, Joey. We're here once again, and we are here with Miss Carolyn and with Miss Chachi. So we're here once again because we've been learning, we've been talking about how the emotions um, get in the way of, of, of our lives, whether it's to make a decision or whether it's not making a decision. And so we currently have been watching, uh, we just watched a video about um, The Last Supper about Jesus. It was a snippet of the movie Passion of the Christ. If you haven't seen it, I encourage you to see it. I only watched it once, that was enough for me. I don't ever have to watch it ever again for me to be appreciative of what he's done. I'm good. So, um, but I was recently just telling Miss Carolyn, Miss Chachi that at the end of the day, um, you know, I have to make, we, you know, we all have to make big decisions and, and we're in this situation now, I'm in this situation now where decisions always gonna have to be made. And, and when the emotions are involved, it's, it's really tricky because then the, when the emotions get involved, it, it makes you not make the decision that you're supposed to or make the decision that you're not supposed to, if that makes sense. I don't know if I'm making any sense, Miss Carolyn, Miss Chachi. I don't, I don't know. But, you know. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's leading with your head, not your heart. Yeah. And, 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 and to be honest with you, we're living in a day and age where, where there's so much garbage, there's so much stuff. I'm literally, literally, before we get into the verses and stuff like that and, and, the, and the, the topic and all stuff, literally this week I, I was laughing and I was upset because there's this thing, um, and I don't want to promote it too much because at the end of the day, um, you know, people start getting a little bit more like, like, oh, curious, and they start looking for it, but maybe it's already out there. My, my daughters and my wife had showed me uh, about two or three days ago that they came out with a Jesus shoe and, and a Satan shoe. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. All right, so here are the specifics. For all of you who are on the podcast, maybe y'all have, have seen it, heard it, and you know, Miss Carolyn and Miss Chachi, maybe you've, I, I see I see you nodding. I- Fill me in. Fill me in. <laughs> all right. So apparently Nike, um, out of all the people, out of all the people. So uh, let me give you a little backstory a little bit. Uh, Stephen Curry, for all of you who, who know basketball or have heard basketball, I'm pretty sure you've heard the name Stephen Curry. So Stephen Curry had a, had an opportunity to have a contract with Nike, and he wanted Philippians uh, 413 on a sneaker. Nike said no. So he ended up leaving Nike contract and went to Under Armour and Under Armour allowed him to have his own shoe and put his his Bible verse on there and kept it the way it was. So that's why he's staying with with Under Armour. So um, a big blessing for him. And uh, so apparently now there is a a Jesus shoe and and, and I was I was laughing. I, I, I was so angry, but at the same time, it was so comical because of my emotions. So this Jesus shoe actually has a crucifix on the, on the, on the actual uh, shoelaces. Um, apparently it, it is a remixed version of another shoe that they have. And get this, so they ended up getting a priest in New York to bless holy water and put it inside of the bubble. So the Jesus shoe has holy water inside of the sneaker uh, and, and, and I, I, <laughs> I'm going to be real honest with y'all. I, I, I'm going to take your take on it before we go to this class because we're talking about emotions and, and you'll see how this ties in. Um, you know, I, I felt I felt offended. I felt, you know, I was like, wow, that's so disrespectful because people could take it and say, oh, well, now look at me. I'm walking on water, too. You know, being sarcastic. I think that's just real disrespectful. My emotions I got the best of me because I'm like, look, you know, I'm getting really sick and tired that everybody can speak their mind on their beliefs, on their wants, whether it's about homosexuality, whether it's about the race thing, whether it's about belief, whether it's about the religion. And then we who believe in God have to keep our mouth shut because everything that we say is politically incorrect. I am at the point right now, and I don't know 
if I'm allowed to, but I'm going to say it right now uh, because a podcast is talking about staying on point. I sometimes get to the, the moment and to the to the climax that I almost lose my point. I almost lose my connection to stay on point because of stuff like this. I'm very zealous of God. I'm very zealous of what he who he is and what he's done in my life and what he offers me and everybody else. And to have this world and this these these people continually not allow us to open up our mouths. It's supposed to be free press and free speech, but then uh, when it gets to us, you know, we can't have it on TV, but they can have sex on TV. They can have same sex uh uh commercials. They can have you know, little kids uh Netflix was was on the news the other time uh uh, because they ended up doing this thing called cuties or something like that and it was like 11 to 14 year old strippers and and i'm like okay now time out time out so 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 we 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 gotta listen to all that stuff because that's your belief you believe that it's okay for you to do that and so you're allowed to you're allowed to portray you're allowed to speak it and we gotta keep our mouth shut and eat it all up but when we speak the father when we speak about jesus christ when we speak about the holy spirit Everybody says, nah, that you got to be quiet because that's politically incorrect. Not everybody believes what you believe. So I'm calling out everybody. Amen. I, I'm calling out everybody on this podcast and calling everybody who's watching right now. I'm so sick and tired of, of, of people telling me that I can't speak about things because it offends people. But you can speak whatever you want on your belief. And even though it offends me, I can't say nothing. Well, you know what? The buck stops here. I am not going to keep my mouth shut anymore about the situation. So... Jesus shoe came out walking on water and now get this Miss Carolyn Miss Chachi Miss Chachi I don't know if you nodded your head because you've seen it now they got the Satan shoe apparently little Nas X who came out with Old Town Road or something like that now yeah yeah now apparently is is representing um Nike uh, with the release of the Satan shoe, it has a a one of those uh, Satan stars on the on the pendants on the shoelace, and get this, it has human blood in the bubbles. H- human blood. Now get this. Now I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong, Chachi. I don't know, but correct me if I'm wrong. I believe, and I'm I, I gotta look for it. I, it. It's it's something so bananas. Um, they put a. a Another oh, that's on the Jesus shoe on Nike and on the Satan shoe. Get this, they both put uh, uh, Bible verses. So my man Stephen Carey wasn't allowed to 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 look at uh, you know or to put Philippians four thirteen, but. Okay, so I'm looking at this thing right now. It, it, it's literally freaky as can be. The, the 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 thing says, "I saw Satan." So now watch this. Now, now watch this. So I'm on the website. All right. So this whole thing got demons and horns and stuff coming out of the stomach and so on. Now, mind you, this sneaker is a thousand dollars. Okay, a thousand dollars. Guess what it says on this website? This, it got the 666 on it. It got Luke 1018 on them joints. And it is literally sold out. Now look at the slogan that it says on the top. Better to reign in hell than to serve in heaven. And this shoe is sold out. What is going on with Nike is all I have to say. And what was the vibe? That just is wrong in so many ways. <laughs> now, 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 this is, this is what it, it's supposed to be 17 to 20, but they couldn't put Luke 10, 17 to 20. Cause apparently it, it, it's not as cool as that. So look at, look at, look at verse 17. It says, then a uh, 70 returned saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And this is what the key verse is. And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. So <laughs> that's it's what he, contradictory. That's what he's basing it upon. He got this uh, this symbol on here of a, of a demon carrying a Jesus statue away. Uh, little Nas X is sitting on this 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 whack chair. It looks like a spinal cord. He got these these fake pupils 
that we're supposed to be like, oh my gosh, this is so freaky. Black uh, uh, nail polish and, 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 and those contacts that make it look, is the eyes look like snakes. And I'm thinking to myself, look, y'all, y'all ticking me off, man. You know, and, and I apologize for, no, you know what? I don't apologize for speaking my mind. I'm really ticked off because I'm thinking to myself, now, wait a second. Now, wait a second. Uh, nobody asked you to come out with a Jesus shoe, number one. And number two, nobody asked you to come out with Satan. But apparently the world is actually rocking that more than Jesus. So we're supposed to, the, all of us who believe in Jesus Christ are supposed to keep our mouths shut about this situation, but they're allowed to do everything else. So I'm very emotional about this. So I really literally talked to God. I'm like, listen, Lord, I know for what you're a God of mercy and grace. I get it. But how long are they going to keep mocking you? How long are they really going to keep laughing in your face? The only, I truly believe one of the reasons why they keep doing what they're doing is because at the end of the day, they think that you're not going to take over. They, they think that you're not real because you allow them to do, quote unquote, whatever they want. But at the end of the day, it's because of your grace and your mercy. So they're, they're I feel like they're flipping the script and saying, well... I could do this and God didn't kill me. Well, I'm going to just keep going. That means that God isn't real. No, you knucklehead. The only reason why he didn't kill you and the only reason why he's not taking you out is because of his grace and the mercy, which represents this Holy Week. He sacrifices life for everybody, including you, little Nas X or whoever your name is or Nike or whatever. But apparently they're doing whatever they want and, and, and we got to keep our mouth shut. And so I'm at that point right now where I, I, I'm really trying to be careful on letting these emotions go. So, with that being said, as I fill you in into what we're talking about, that's where we're at right now. What do you think before we get into this whole situation, Miss Carolyn, Miss Chachi, speak your mind. Let's go. Let's make it happen, Captain. Let's make it happen. Chachi, you go first if you want to say. Because <laughs> I have, I have, this is the first I've heard about it. <laughs> about the shoe, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, my cousin was talking to me about it the other day, and her her grandmother is actually a, a pastor herself. So, so hold on, no. <laughs> the world of Sorry. online meeting. Um, and we were talking about it, and it's like it, like you were saying, it's like the mockery, like. They have no respect. I don't know. Like it's just I don't know. Nah, I, I get it. So that that that's that's how you feel. Are you do you feel like you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, look, I wash my hands of that. I don't got nothing to say. Or or Yeah, you, because or, at this point, what can we do? I, I get it. I get it. I, know, I, I think a lot of people like, feel the same way that you feel. Yeah, so like yeah. what we do, we're the messengers, so we just gotta keep doing our job. As messengers, okay. Like, I, I yes. don't know. Nice. Nice. Cool. It is. It is really disrespectful, though. I can't it's messy. Instead of it's they're really sold messy. out, like, it's crazy. I mean, I mean, like I That's, said, I, I can't. I, I'm not gonna sugarcoat because on this podcast and on these this group here, I, I told y'all we were gonna be dealing with situations. We were gonna be real as real can be. Um, and this is one of those moments where it's like, listen, we, we have an opportunity to, to speak our minds. And it's not that we're, we're getting to the point where we hate. But what I'm saying is like, listen, y'all, look, look, uh, you guys, we got to keep our mouth shut. It, it's everywhere. Now, on top of that, now you're straight disrespecting our belief. And I get it what Miss Chachi is saying that, you know, what else can we do? We got to do our job. So then one goes to figure is like, OK, well, what is our job? So these emotions are going to get the best of us on a continuous basis if we're not careful. I admit my situation. I literally admit it to y'all right now that I was laughing. I was like, these people are, do they know who they are? You know, and my wife was laughing too. And, and, <laughs> and I was, and, and, and she was laughing and, and so, and I'm like, what? So my emotions. So Miss Carolyn, what you got? What you got before we go on? Um, well, I just Googled it and um it sounds like with just a quick glance that Nas is actually he's the one that put the blood in the shoes. Nike didn't. And he is now being sued by Nike. 
So praise God. <laughs> I still don't think it's right to make that shoe. I don't know what I didn't read up on it. I just these you know last two minutes, but um, maybe something is at work there that um, Nike is standing up for, for at least some responsibility for. You know, I mean, it's still not a good idea in general, but putting blood in a shoe is like kind of over the top and wrong yeah. in many, many, many ways, <laughs> especially when we're dealing with the pandemic where like blood drives, um, you know, giving blood is like in a short supply because people aren't going out. People don't want to give blood <laughs> right now because, you know, it's exposing yourself. So, um, I, yeah, I, it sounds like um, I don't like to use this term very often, but like what goes around comes around. And I think, you know, God will obviously deal with those people <laughs> when the time comes. Hey, hey. Um, and um, I, I think you're good for speaking out because I had not heard about it. And I do, we all should be educated about what's going on in the world, especially relating to our faith. Yeah. So thank you for sharing it. Um, you're welcome. But hopefully, you know, God, God got in there somehow because mm -hmm. Nike did not want to put up with whatever Nas is doing. <laughs> and, and, and see, this is the thing. The, the way that my mind rolls is like, listen, I understand that everybody got their reasons of why they do what they do. I don't have to like it and I may not agree with it. And I'm and I may be able to like literally really just abhor it. But there's always reasons why people do what they do. I get it. Okay, I get it. I accept the fact that but it doesn't mean they have to like it. So the way that I think right now is like, okay, yeah, Nike. And like I said, we're talking about emotions. We're not just talking about the situation. We're talking about how this could affect somebody's spiritual life. And how Nike, you know, now is suing, because I, I saw that too, that Nike is suing because he put the blood. But I think that Nike is just suing because he, they didn't come up with that idea or they he remixed it or whatever. Because everything is business for Nike. Because Nike approved it in the first place. So... With that being said, I, I, I truly believe that one of the things, one of the greatest things that we need to really contemplate is how in the world, because these emotions, okay, uh, be on, on check. Because this is not going to well, be- Well, I think religion, I think religion does make people emotional in certain cases. Um, yes, I think yes. I mentioned this to you before. I have- um, a certain group of friends of mine that they know that I'm religious and I am not like out there preaching to people like on the street or like trying to convert my friends to be Christians. Yeah. But um, they often said like, we'll, we'll bring up religion without me bringing it up and say, oh yeah, Carolyn, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they get mad because, uh, you know, not at me, but the, it brings up emotion for them because of whatever happened to them with their religion. I think when they were growing up, something mm -hmm. that was pushed on them or something that happened to them. Like my mother-in-law, I don't think she'll ever be listening to this, but my <laughs> mother-in-law, I tell this story. Um, one of the first times I met her, um, she said, Carolyn, I have faith, but I do not believe in church because church to me is man-made. And she grew up Catholic, going to Catholic, elementary school and middle school mm -hmm. and he was hit by nuns in catholic school we're being real here yeah and so to her she does not she will go to church whenever we ask her for holidays and stuff and she reads the bible she reads devotions she's very religious she could quote scriptures you know but she does not believe in going to a church building because that emotion that is brought up from when she was a kid right so I think it, it gets very unfortunate. It's unfortunate that people have those experiences. Mm -hmm. And I think it's our job to make people realize that it's not about that and that there it's, it's your relationship with God too. Mm -hmm. Being in communion with other people is important, but it's your relationship with God that matters. Yeah. And, and that's a great point. And that's, it goes to confirm what, what I just said not so long ago where, you know, people have their reasons and it doesn't mean that they have their reasons from, from last week could have been like, you know, mother-in-law where it's like, you know, when she was younger, you know, whatever the case may be, those are the things that we're talking about. That the only reason why we're not as close to God as we should be, is not because of the enemy or the devil or, you know, friends or foes or whatever else the case may be. It's because of our own emotions, because of what we've dealt with, what we've, what we've went through, the trauma that we've experienced, the trauma becomes anger, anger becomes rage, rage becomes hate, and it just keeps building up. So for it to be broken down, it's difficult 
And the only way that it can start is when the person accepts and recognizes, hey, there's a huge problem and this is where it's coming from. So I love it because we're not the only ones dealing with it. I know that there's other people that are going to be listening to the podcast, whether it's now or two weeks from now, you know, they're going to be listening to this stuff. And it's not to, to, to give props to, to corporations like Nike or, or, or artists like Lil Nas X. It's, it's not that. It's basically to be as real as you can be and understand that everybody, including myself, um, goes through moments where the emotions uh, are, are like you said, really tricky because they actually could be the only reason why at that moment you're spiritually far from God, hence your mother-in-law. The only reason why she has devotions and reads the Bible but doesn't go to a church is because of her experience. So the only reason why she's not as close to a church building or congregation is because of her experiences that have affected her emotions. So it's a perfect point. So we were talking about thank you so much for for sharing so we were talking about the 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 next steps and and the first step is the biggest one that was last week we talked about galatians 5 19 21 um and we also talked about uh, that anxiety is a really big thing i don't remember by off the top of my head if we got to the past i think we did yes we did so uh like i stated before in the beginning uh, me, Miss Carolyn, and Miss Chachi saw a video of the Last Supper, and I kind of wanted to, to challenge all of you who were on the podcast um, to do it with us and and look at that moment where the Last Supper is being done. You know, what did you what did you feel? Because we're talking about emotions. Do you believe what kind of emotions do you think Jesus was feeling at that moment? The disciples were feeling at that moment, in your opinion, Miss Chachi and Miss Carolyn. What emotions do you think that they were going through or that they felt at that moment hearing Jesus say, hey, listen, this is my body um, that is going to be broken for you. This is my blood that will be shed for you. How do you what do you what emotions do you think were going through their minds? Probably a lot of doubt about the future, like Mm. what is about to happen? what, you know, understanding what he's saying, but what does it really mean for the future and and for our lives and, you know, putting that faith to the test. Yeah. Okay. Ms. Chachi? Uh, I don't know. I'd probably say confusion. Confusion? Only because, like, yeah. Only because... <sighs> just the way everything would be going about, like if we were really there in that moment, I, me, myself personally, I'd be like, wow, why is this person doing this for us? Mm. Like that, like that, that's what I mean by confused. No, yeah, it's all good, it's all good. Um, I'm going to add on to there, I would be scared um, you know, out of fear because um, being with him for three years, all of a sudden him telling me that he's gonna die and then me seeing one of ours, our own, get up and leave after Jesus told them, "Hey, listen, go and do what you gotta do." Um, I'd be, I'd be scared. That, that would be my emotions because I'm like, wait a second, like, you never did nothing wrong. You know, why, why would you say that? So, I think that my other emotion would be the one that we're gonna be talking about now, which is anger, because you know, to think about um, if, if Jesus never really did anything you know for him to to be treated this way or to be sacrificed this way the anger would be building up already like i said once i found out once if i was one of the disciples at that time once i would find out that judas you know after being able to see all these miracles was the one to betray him i'd have anger towards him i'm not gonna sit here and lie to you it could be it could have been that me taking his life or, or me punishing him or whatever the case may be would have ran through my mind because he did that to Jesus. So I have here anger. This is this emotion is part of life, no question. There's nothing wrong with being angry with the actions of people unless it leads you to hating them altogether. And that's why I was sharing. That's why I was telling you, you know, I know we're talking about sneakers and actions and Jesus' shoe and et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, I don't believe, you know, in in 
that it's wrong for us to be angry or even hate what people do as long as we don't hate them. That 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 is where it becomes a a big issue. Because one of Jesus' own commandments was love thy neighbor as yourself. So if you hate the person, you're already going against one of the commandments that Jesus said himself. Um, in that same video, it talked about, you know, love one another as I have loved you. So love and relationship go hand in hand for Jesus and with Jesus and through Jesus. And anger will divide that. The only reason why you can't love somebody, the only reason why it's hard for you to love or receive love or be loved is because of your anger. It's not because you're weird. It's not because, well, some people are weird, but it's not quote unquote weird. It's uniqueness. Um, and so, you know, everybody has a character. If everybody would be the same character and have the same attitude, this world would be very boring and very uh, stressful and very crazy. But each and every single one of us, I wanted to share with those of you in the podcast and those of you who are with me now live, is that something that the Spirit shared with me was that I loved years ago, was that I created you, but you created your attitude. And it's a real big uh, way of life for me since it happened, because it's the truth. God didn't give me this attitude. God created me. He made me a specific way. But the attitude and the anger that I would have and the hate towards, you know, people or hate towards the thing that they do, that became a part of my own life, something that I adapted. And so anger is one of the reasons why we're not as close to God as we want to. And anger is one of those reasons why we don't want to go to church, why we don't want to go to God, why we don't want to go on Easter Sunday, why we can care less if he died for us or not. It's not by choice in the sense you know that i'm talking about but it is because of anger it is because of an emotion so allowing anger to overtake you will affect your relationship with god and growth so let's go to james 1 and 10. i mean one james 1 james chapter 1 verses 1 and 10. for those of you who are starting out in the journey uh on the podcast james is toward the back of the bible i think it's about two or three books before the last book of the bible which is revelation so james chapter 1 verse 10. Okay. to the Bible app if anyone is looking for a way to easily read the Bible. Ah, yes. Literally called the Bible app. There you go. It's a brown book icon. Awesome. <laughs> Looks like an old Bible. Awesome. And I use it every day. <laughs> there you go. It actually helps because if you do, that's a good point, Miss Carolyn, because if you sign up for it, I don't know if that's the same app that every day it sends you a Bible verse. Yes, there's a verse of the day. So if you are busy and whatever you can at least read a verse today and it will send you an alert if you want it. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Thank you for sharing that. So before we go to James 110, I'm going to skip that one because um, I was going to continue on, but I want to start with uh, verse 12 and we're going to go all the way to verse 15. Okay. Uh, so we got, we got about 15 more minutes. Uh, probably about 10 or 15 more minutes. So I believe that it's going to be enough to at least finish anger. So I'm going to be reading from the New Living Translation version. So depending on which version you have, who, those of you who are listening on the podcast and those of you who are here, Miss Chachi and Miss Carolyn, uh, it will be different. It says, God blesses the people who patiently endure testing. Afterward, they will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love them. And remember, no one who wants to do wrong should ever say God is tempting me. God is never tempted to do wrong and he never tempts anyone either. Temptation comes from the lure, from the deep down of our own evil desires. These evil desires lead to evil actions and evil actions lead to death. 16 says, so don't be misled, my dear brothers and sisters. So here we can see that, you know, it doesn't really specifically say anger, but you can see 
And remember, verse 13, and remember, no one who wants to do wrong should ever say, God has tempted me. And usually when we're angry, it leads us to do something wrong. So a lot of people have the misconception that, you know, I'm allowed to be this way because the Bible says, be angry, but do not sin or be angry, but do not um, continue it with the sun going down. It, it, they justify it. And even though it is true, it speaks more about the emotion and say, listen, it's all right for you to be angry at what people do, but don't have that lingering in your heart, festering in your heart. And people, people miss that. What do y'all think? What do you think about that? Uh, it's, it's very cliche. Like people say all the time, oh, well, you know, God left me hanging or, you know, God this, God that, but you're in control of your own person, your yeah. own body. And, and like you said, this verse just perfectly illustrates God is never tempted to do wrong and never tempts anyone else. I mean, it's not of God if that's what's happening in your life. Yeah. Um, so you have to take personal responsibility for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I think we talk, I talk about that a lot with talking about prayer. And I know there's, again, they're talking about politics a little bit and what's in the news. There's so much that's been in the, in, in the social media and the news cycle about, you know, prayer, um, action over prayer or um, what's the saying? Um, prayer doesn't create change. Um, you know, changing laws about guns and violence and different things. That's what's going to cause change, not prayer. And to a certain extent, um, we all are in control of our future in a certain degree. So if we are praying, 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 but we're not doing anything to fix it, or we're not doing anything to try ourselves, then how is God going to support us in whatever we're trying to do? Right. Like it, it, prayer without action um, is, is, can it's, fall flat. Well, and it, and it's dead. It's biblical too. Faith without any action is dead. You know what I mean? It, it's, it doesn't, that's, that's, that's what I'm talking about. You know, I, yeah. So when you're I, blaming God for your emotions, or when your emotions are getting heightened and you blame God for whatever, yeah. it's not really. That's not what the Bible says. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying. Good to know that because people that are new in faith don't. They don't know. You don't know that. You need to hear this. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying. I, look, these 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 topics that we're talking about are real life. It's not like I'm pulling them out of the hat. They're things that you see. They're things that you maybe never heard, like you, Miss Carolyn. But at the end of the day. They're out there. And I truly believe that if we're ignorant to the fact of what's going on around the world uh, around us, then by the time we catch up, it's already like Miss Chaji said, it's going to be very, very too late. What, what, are we, what are we supposed to do? And, and the anger is a great excuse and justification and reason why many people, why many people have decided, especially last year with this COVID situation, have left the church and are not going back. They're okay with seeing the, uh, the, the church service at their own time, reading the Bible at their own time, and they're okay with it. I get it. I get it because you're angry. People may not admit to that, but anger is one of the reasons why we do not have a relationship with God because we're angry at something that he wasn't supposed to do, or he uh, or or something that he was supposed to do and didn't do it and and all of a sudden then we come out and we say no you said you love me but this happened this happened this happened and now i'm supposed to love you for that no that saying in those those situations only come out because of anger you're frustrated because things didn't come out the way that you expected them to but anyway i remember specifically when he was talking to jeremiah I believe it's 2911 where he says, I know the plans that I have for you. My plans are, are not like yours. My plans are higher than yours. But my plan and my hope is not to harm you. It's, it's not to destroy you, but it's to help you prosper. It's to give you something. It's to make you better. So even when we think that God is punishing us, it's not what we think. But anger will allow us to see it the way that we want. It's, anger will help us see things one dimensional. If that makes any sense. Okay. Yeah. So, so it's really important. It's really important that, that, that we who are in this cave of Adullam, that we understand that anger 
could be the reason why we're in the cave in the first place. That things didn't work out the way they were supposed to. Um, you know, people left us that weren't supposed to. Um, uh, people betrayed us that weren't supposed to. So we're always gonna have reasons to be angry and so we justify it. No, I have every right to be angry with all of this, especially with God because this wasn't supposed to happen. The issue is that his plans and his will and his purpose are never going to be like ours. And some people that go to church and some people who used to go to church don't go anymore um, will say, well, why does he say in the Psalms where he says, you know, and God will give you the desires of your heart. That's another misconception. He's not talking about the desires, everything that you want. What he's talking about, if you look deeper into the context, you could see that one of the things that he's talking about, and one of the things you could take out of that verse, is that the desires that he's going to give you are the desires that he puts in your heart in the first place. It's not saying, oh, I want a house, and I want uh, five acres, and I want to have a lot of money. That's fleshly desires. That's anybody. But when it's a desire, you say, no, God, I want to have a bigger house because I can make a boarding room for orphans and I want to have a farm so that way I can help feed them. And, they, and then I also want to have enough land to build a school so I can help, you know, with the government or the government can help me build the school for them. And then we can we can put people in there and they can have a great cause and let them understand that even though they're orphans physically, they will never be orphans with you. Now you have a better opportunity of receiving the five acres of land, the big house, because the desires that you have are not for you. They're all to bring him glory and all to bless. So anger will not let you see that because things are not going your way. Questions, comments, or confusion? We good? Good, good, good. Uh redirection of a lot of what a lot of people mean think of when they think of that verse but the deeper meaning mm -hmm. yeah because I, I messed up like that i didn't know no better i was ignorant you know and i'm still ignorant to the fact of certain things you know like i said i'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a pastor i'm a lay supply pastor now but it doesn't mean that i, I know everything you know I'm, I'm still trying to learn things uh on, on one half i i have to adjust from what people are telling me i have to adjust to certain things and certain people because I get looked a certain way. I get labeled a certain way. But then on the other side of me, I'm saying, well, you get to talk to me the way that you want to. You get to you get to talk like this and you you don't say God bless you to me and you're supposed to be this, this and this and that. But I got to keep, you know, doing what I'm so like, what? So I get angry at that. And it's all I'm only getting angry at those things sometimes because I'm focusing on the injustice, quote unquote. The injustice of them saying, well, I'm asking you to do something that I don't do. And I don't like that. So I get angry. I have to be careful that that anger doesn't limit me from growing from one level or going from one level to the next. All because of that. It's, it's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. So we have to really make sure that we don't get angry and, and at something that we did and then blame God because it didn't turn out the way that we wanted to. Because God doesn't tempt us. And then there's other right. people who will say, well, I didn't make a bad decision. I don't feel like I made a bad decision. And, and he took my mom, he took my daughter, he took this. And you know, there's there's thousands, ladies and gentlemen, there's, there's thousands of people who are giving birth to stillborn babies who had a miscarriage and they were in the seventh month and they never had a kid. I, listen, I don't have words for you at this moment, okay? All I can do is be there for you if I know you and whether I know you or not. I'm going to rephrase that. Whether I know you or not and I have the opportunity to be there for you, I'm going to be there. I don't have to say one word because when I'm there, all I'm asking God to do is for him to move and for him to give me words when it's time to speak. Other than that, I'm not going to say nothing. My presence should be enough because I know that the pain that you're going through is not going to allow you to receive anything positive because you are angry. And we need to be real about these things. We can't be, we can't na be, be naive to the fact that, you know, oh yes, I, I lost my job and got, no, listen, you're angry because you lost a job and you thought you were going to be there. Relationships, you thought it was not, no. And there's certain things that God would allow for our purpose and for our process, 
But there's other things that we go through and that we experience because of our own decisions. I am an example of that. Okay, so let's go and let's read Ephesians chapter 4, verse 26 and 27. And then we finish with that. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 26 and 27. Ephesians is about six, seven, eight books before James. Um, so it'll be on there. James, um, yeah. I mean, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 26 and 27. You ladies have it? Yep. Okay. So I'm going to be reading it once again. And it says like this. And do not sin by letting anger gain control over you. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. For anger gives a mighty foothold to the devil. So it's already telling you that anger will allow the devil to work in your life and limit God doing so. So I'm going to repeat that again. Anger will limit God to work in your life and will give authority to the devil to, to work in it. Okay? So when you're angry, when, when we are angry, because I'm, I'm gonna put myself in this situation, when we're angry in specific moments, at that moment, I'm not saying totally in our lives, I'm saying at that moment, we are giving more leeway to the devil to do what he wants in our life at that moment because we're angry. Why? Because it just says here that anger gives a foothold to the devil. In other words, it's like when you have a door that's cracked open by a foot, somebody can get in just because you have your, your, you know, the door 90% closed. It doesn't mean that nobody can break through that door because you still have a foothold. There's still a space in between that door. So any crease and crevice that the devil can slide himself in, in situation and lifestyles, He's going to slide in, and once he slides in, he will do everything to make his home there. And when the devil starts to make his home in your heart and in your life, there is no spot for the spirit and God and Jesus to be in it because they will not coincide with one another. It has to be one or the other. So if you're living a life of anger, I get it. I understand it. I even respect it because you have a reason that's good enough for you to have all that hate. But what I'm saying is that the anger that's festering in you is the only reason and could be the only reason why you're not allowing God, the God of love, Jesus of the sacrifice, Jesus of sacrifice and the power of the Holy Spirit to be in your life because of the anger. When you're full of something, you can't put other things on top of it. You can't. Everything has to be dumped out for you to be able to be empty to receive something else in. So when you're full of anger, it's really hard to be filled with love because you're already full of something. You're already full of anger. You, you can't put love in there. You can't put sprinkle. You can't sprinkle love on there. It has to be full of love. So you can't fake it. Yeah. So those, those are my last words. I, I don't know if you can share with me uh, in the next couple of minutes. I've got some minutes. What what are your thoughts? You know what what we talked about and and how you see. Was there an experience that you went through that you can actually say, "Whoa, wow! I went through a two year stretch of straight craziness because of an anger issue that I had before I made the decision." Is there an experience? I mean, what have you what have you been you know kind of contemplating? What have you been receiving from this episode tonight? If you receive something, Ms. Chachi, Ms. Ms. Carolyn, whatever you want. With, with this, we finish, you know? Like with the last um, verse that we read? Yeah. Where, where um, Ephesians 26? Yeah. Um, R26. Like it said when he said, and don't sin by letting anger control you. Don't let the sun go down while you are still angry, for anger gives a foothold to the devil. It's like, it's crazy because literally like you can literally live by let go and let God like you literally live. We literally all live by that. We literally all live by letting go and letting God. 
Mm-hmm. Like that's basically. I don't know. Like I took it as that. I took it as like going like God. Mm-hmm. Why? Why be so angry? You yeah. know what I mean? Why don't give it to God? Let Him control it. Like you know what I mean? Instead, yeah, why let yourself be so unhappy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why mm-hmm. let it control us though? You know what I mean? Why let something control us and and get us to that state where? It gets us angry and it gives the devil an open door. Like, you know, like, mm-hmm. why are we letting it? Yeah. And like, you always like how you've been asking us recently, too. What can we do to avoid getting to that spot? Yeah. And and, that, and that's a good point, Ms. Chachi, because one of the reasons that I believe I'm going to assume that I believe that we allow us humankind allow anger to be in is because anger gives us control. We think that we have control because when we hold on to anger, we do whatever we want. You don't like it, kiss my behind. If you don't like it, get out of my face. If you don't like it, you don't need to be with it. You see how we become defensive? We're like, oh, we don't need you. We don't need, listen, bleep, bop, boom, bop, bop, bop. All those different things. Oh my goodness, my daughter's up in there. <laughs> um, so, so for like for me, I'm at that point right now where I'm just kind of like, that could be one of the reasons why we allow anger to sit there because we feel that if we're angry enough, we have control. Nobody can touch us. Nobody can do damage to us. You're right. Maybe nobody can do damage, but you're somebody. So someone is doing damage and it, that could be you. Nobody else has to do the damage, but you holding on to the anger is somebody doing something to you. You are somebody. So the anger is not festering and not hurting anybody else. It's hurting you. So exactly like yeah i've been thinking it as i i have to be i have to make the change i want to be yeah yep like and nobody do it for me i have to make the change i have to do it myself yep. i have to do it for me if i want it i gotta go for it yeah like yeah. i have to put absolutely. it absolutely like you know what i mean like i can't slap i can't have one foot in i can't have one foot out like mm-hmm mm-hmm learn from a young age, we can't be lukewarm. Like, yep, you gotta choose like, one yeah. or the other. You gotta choose one or yeah. the other. And so, and so that's what we were talking about in the beginning of these classes. That nobody can make the first step other than you. We can always, mm-hmm. we can always encourage you to make it, but at the end of the day, the only one who can make it is you. So that's an awesome, 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 awesome remark there. Thank you, Miss Chachi. Miss Carolyn, what do you think? Yeah, I think <clears throat> for me. It is sometimes just hearing those verses over and over again because they're sometimes it's just so simple that it just you have to let it wash over you. And um, I don't think of myself being an angry person, but I think I realize as I get older that I do fester more anger than I think, <laughs> and that it's important that you do deal with it and that you do kind of let it go and and maybe just kind of, like they say, like surrender it to God and say like, I was feeling a certain way, please help me with these emotions because they're not of you and they're not what you want for me. Yeah. Um, so I think just letting it, I know it sounds so cliche, but it's so true, letting it go and just giving it over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so I mean, thank you so much. So next week we can actually talk about that. How do we let it go? Um, and the only reason why I haven't gotten there yet is because we have another uh, emotion that we're going to be talking about next week, and it's called bitterness. Um, and how bitterness can actually be, it could be the reason why, you know, you're not as close to God as you want to be. So, you know, with this week coming up, um, tomorrow, a lot of a lot of churches are going to be celebrating Monday, Thursday. Uh, for those of you who don't know, that's like when Jesus broke bread and, and did the wine and did communion. It was the Last Supper. Um, it was the washing of the feet. And then Friday was the day that it represents that he was crucified. And then Sunday, obviously, our Savior resurrected, destroyed death um, and took it and just just ran with it. And he's still doing miracles and still uh, receiving the glory um, as we as we live today. So this week, I challenge everybody, those of you who are here, Ms. Callum, Ms. Chachi, and those of you who are listening to the, um, the podcast, I encourage you to do the best thing that you can do this week um, is um, to think about when Jesus, you know, the day that the Good Friday, when Jesus 
you know, gave his life and he crucified himself. Think about what you can crucify and what you can let die and what you need to resurrect in your life. Think about what you can crucify and let die in your life and what you need to resurrect. Let me give you a perfect example. You need to let anger die and you need to resurrect love. So think about things that you need to let die and that you need to resurrect. You need to, not not, not you should, you need to resurrect. And it's so beautiful because Jesus' death and resurrection gives us hope that when we're in him, we can do the same, not only with our own lives, but with everything that we do for him. So I challenge y'all, for those of you on the podcast, this is your opportunity this week to challenge yourself uh, and think about things that you need to let die in your life, emotional, mental, whatever the case may be, and help you stay on point and focus on things that you need to resurrect. Um, that has died a long time ago. Things that you had, relationships with your mom, with your dad, with your brother, your sister, a friend, you know, whatever the case may be. This is your opportunity. I'm challenging all of you to do that, to challenge yourself and say, hey, listen, you know what? I've noticed that the past five, six years, I've just been bitter. I've been angry. Those are the things that I need to let die. And what do you need to resurrect? I remember when I was funny. I remember when I used to have a good time. I remember when I was the life of the party. I remember when, you know, not literally speaking, but, um, you know, it's just, I remember. I remember when I used to send texts to people to encourage them. I remember when I used to be happy to see everybody. Now I'm just down all the time. So I encourage all of you. Remember to do your best. Anything that I can do. Um, please let me know, give me a comment, give me a shout out, whatever the case may be, and I will do my best to help you in this situation. Until then, God bless you. Have a great and wonderful week. May you have a relationship with the Lord and that he may be able to resurrect something in your life, especially a relationship with him. God bless. Tune in next week to Staying On Point with Joey. Enjoy the rest of the week and God bless you all.